Uh, we pick up on Daf Chaf Aleph uh, 21, we are at the top and uh, we are, are dealing uh, again with um, a discussion about uh, staying in a person's courtyard and, uh, and, and uh, one person benefits, the other person doesn't lose, uh, what we consider that to be so. Shalach Lai Rabbi Abba Bazav, the Namari Bar Rav, so Rav Adab Bazav, they send a message to Mari Bamar, Mari Bamar, not Mari Bar Rav, sorry, Bar Minai Ravuna, so he said, uh, ask Rav one of the following question: Hadar, Hadar, Bachatzachaveiro, Shalomidato. If someone lives in someone else's courtyard uh, without his knowledge, Tzrich uh, Lalot Lo Sachar Olo. Does he have to pay him rent, or doesn't he have to pay him rent? At Adehaki Nafshna Diravuna. But uh, before he had a chance to ask the question, um, Ravuna uh, died. Okay, so Amalei Rabba Bar Ravuna. So Rabba Ravuna's son says, Haki Ama Abba Mari Mishmeder Rav. This is what my father. Uh, my master said in the name of Rav, he does not have to pay uh, any rent. Uh, it says, uh, and the next thing he says, Shimon. A person who does rent a house uh, from Ruvain has to pay Shimon. And the Gemara asks a bit incredulously about over there, Shimon, what's Shimon doing over here? If you rent a house from Ruvain, surely you should pay Ruvain. Uh, what do you mean you should pay uh, Shimon? So the Gemara says, No, if he discovered that the house didn't actually belong to Ruvain, but actually ended up belonging to Shimon, he has to go along and pay uh, Shimon. So now the Gemara says, listen, uh, did he really say uh, both of these things? Because on the one hand, he says that if you live in someone else's courtyard, without the owner knowing about it, he doesn't have to pay any rent because uh, he's, if the owner wasn't uh, losing uh, any money because he wasn't renting it out, uh, then this guy's just benefiting him and you might as well just give him a little bit of benefit. Uh, but on the other hand, he says, yeah, if you just uh, discover who the, the true owner is of a house that you are renting, it's someone else's and therefore you're living in someone else's courtyard without the owner's knowledge, he does have to pay the rent. So how could he say both? Surely they are contradictory. The Gemara says, no, hi, the Kaima Al-Agra, uh, no, the second halakha, which says that um, he has to pay rent, is talking about a courtyard uh, that is being rented out at the moment. Uh, and, and therefore you are causing an actual loss uh, to the person. Uh, whereas the other halakha, which says you don't have to pay rent, uh, that is where the person is not currently renting it out. And, uh, and that um, is how you resolve that. Similar uh, idea over here uh, is uh, Itmar. Now, me, we also learned over there, Amar, uh, Amar Ravkia uh, Ba'avin, Amar Rav, Ravkia Ba'avin says in the name of Rav, Va'amrila, uh, Ravkia Ba'avin, Amar Ravuna, or else it was said in Ravuna's name. Okay, uh, himself, uh, earlier we had Ravuna in the name of Rav. Anyway, Hadar Bachatzakavero, Shalomidato, person who lives in someone else's courtyard without his knowledge, Ainot Rikhla Loto Sakhar, doesn't have to pay him rent, Hasukhabat me Binaiha. Uh, and then uh, if you rent a house from the residents of a city he has to pay rent uh, to the owners uh, and the Gemara says again the same similar kind of uh, question you know what are you talking about over here uh, if you rent a house from the residents you have to pay the owners uh, what what who the, what are the owners doing here the owners of what uh, you know surely if it's a residence of the city uh, the house is public property and uh, what are you doing paying the owners and the Gemara says 
no, you find out that house actually did have owners and it wasn't public property. In that in that situation, uh, you have to pay rent uh, to the owners. Again, the Gemara asks the same type of question. Tati, uh, do you do you say two uh, contradictory halachot? And the Gemara gives the same kind of answer. Basically, when it says that you do have to pay rent, it means that it's found out uh, that the the second uh, the, the second the, that's the second opinion where you do have to pay rent is where uh, it, it's being rented out uh, by those owners, as opposed to uh, the uh, the first explanation, uh, which is uh, that the owner wasn't uh, renting it out as well. All right uh, now, Amrav Shora, Amrav Huna, Amrav Rav Shora said that Rav Huna says that Rav says it says Hadar Bachatza Kaveiro Shnomitato Ein Tzurikla Loto Har Mishum Shnemar Shia Yakot Sear. Okay, uh, really, because it says uh, if you live in someone else's courtyard without his knowledge, you don't have to pay him rent. And he actually quotes a verse uh, from Yeshayahu, chapter 24, verse 12. Uh, it says, The gate is st- uh, stricken unto ruin. In other words, what does that mean? It means uh, that uh, the, 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 you can look when someone's living in a house. Um, you uh, uh, you actually end up, uh, even though someone is without uh, I mean if no one's living in the house uh, things could go wrong and uh, inside the house and no one's going to know so if someone's looking inside the house living inside the house and he's looking for things uh, that are going wrong uh, uh, then that is uh, helping out uh, the owner actually and, uh, and that's it it's actually living in some living in a house is actually better for the house uh, than the the small amount of depreciation uh, you you cause by living in the house. Uh, it's benefit better for it uh, in the overall scheme of things. Okay, and uh, that, because with that, especially in those days, the house were more rickety. If you don't uh, look after it, it could uh, collapse uh, because of the neglect. Okay, uh, and, uh, and therefore you're actually helping the guy out. I'm a Ma Baravashi. Uh, Ma Baravashi says, uh, listen, Lididi have a Managach Kitora. To me, and I saw this one house, uh, and it says I looked at actually as Managach. Kitorat like gored me like an ox. Okay, it's it's very ordinary. No, didn't gore me, uh, but uh, it, it, I, I saw the one ruin and it, it, it like very dangerous. And therefore, uh, that that's, uh, so I agree with you, Rav Yosef Amar Beta Miyatma Yativ house that is lived in uh, is like uh, like settled, and therefore it's like safeguarded. The house is not uh, lived in, uh, then and no one maintaining it is in danger of going to ruin. So now we just ask, you know, Ma uh, Bena, really, what is the difference uh, between what Rav said and uh, Rav Yosef said? Uh, you know, so this, surely they are saying very similar things. Uh, and it says, no, Ikebena, Dakar, Mishdamesh, Baha'i, Betsive, Betsivna. Basically, what happens is the house, uh, which the owner uses uh, to store things like wood and straw and stuff, so it's not empty uh, and uh, left by itself, but on the other hand, uh, there's no one living in it. According to Rav Yosef, uh, the, the, someone that would stay over there, a house that is lived in is settled, meaning that, uh, that, that uh, it's got, um, uh, you, uh, you wouldn't, yeah, it's, it's, it's got other things in it and there's someone coming to check if everything is okay. All right, um, and uh, could be also that uh, the house uh, in the previous case where it says it's going to be destroyed could get like, uh, you know, some kind of 
uh, termites or anything like that and uh, that cause, could cause uh, the house to collapse. All right, so now, who gavra the Devana Panda Ikilkalyata Diatma. So what uh, this guy builds is this mansion, this house, on this Kilkalka. Uh, Kikalta, it says, of, of orphans. The Kikalata is, is a trash heap, uh, and he, he built it uh, belonging to orphans. Adagabe, Agbe, Ravanachman. So Rav Nachman uh, took uh, this confiscate to this mansion uh, from this guy. Do we hold that Rav Nachman says uh, Does he hold uh, that uh, you do if you live in someone else's courtyard um, without paying rent? You do have to end up paying the rent. Uh, without his knowledge, you have to pay the rent. Uh, is that what he holds? No. Hume Kara Karamanye. Who the Darabai Viatme? No, not necessarily, because in that case there were these people called the the Carmenians. Okay, the Carmenians. Um, assuming they were Persian uh, province, and the, the, now they're called the Kerman province, etc. Uh, near apparently it's near Kurdistan uh, today, and, uh, and and therefore uh, they were living uh, in, in in that place. The Kardimahu Darabai. They used to live there. They were nomadic and they lived all around, but they'd been staying there. Uh, for a while, via Tevlai, the Atmei Devarimwat, and they used to give a small amount of rent uh, to these uh, to these people, okay, for the use of the land. And now, uh, and when this guy came and built his mansion, uh, he is essentially causing a loss uh, to the orphans, and for that, uh, he has to uh, pay them back. He has to pay them uh, compensation for that. Amalei, Ziopana uh, Liatme, and and he says, go and you know, and he said to the guy who uh, who built this mansion, go along and. Uh, be nice uh, to the orphans. Lo Ashkich Agabe Rav Nachman la Panda Mina, and uh, and he didn't do that, and that is why Rav Nachman stepped in and uh, uh, t- took away his mansion, uh, and that uh, that is the reason uh, why that was done. All right, uh, quoting the Mishnah, uh, it says Kate uh, under you know what circumstances does the benefit do you have to pay uh, for the benefit that uh, the animal uh, got benefit from and we mentioned uh, that the missionary continued and it says if you eat it in the public area the Rishut uh, in front of the storefronts uh, that's Rishut you pay uh, for what it benefits but if you eat it on the side of the Rishut uh, which is not uh, the Rishut itself uh, therefore it's considered private uh, then you pay uh, full damages because that's like the, the property of uh, the injured, the damaged party. Uh, and now, uh, Amarav, Rav comments on that. Um, uh, it's talking about uh, it's when the animal turns its head. Okay, there's a Machloket Rashi Tosvot here, uh, and, uh, and uh, Tosvot seems to be a, a, a smoother reading uh, where he says the animal turns its head. Uh, the animal itself is standing inside the public domain uh, and eats while standing there and just turns its head. Uh, and no, uh, if it's even though it turns its head to eat from the, the food on the side of the of the Rishutarabim, the owner is exempt because the animal itself um, is in the public domain. And uh, so it seems, you know, where where the mouth of the animal is and where it's where it's getting its nourishment, or is it where the animal is standing, seemingly. However, Lushmul, how would you ever find an opinion? 
where the owner would be liable to pay for all the damage caused when the animal eats the food on the side of uh, the Rishut HaRabim. Go on, the Shavka L'Rachvav Azla V'Kama B'Tzirei L'Rachvav. No, when the animal goes out and it leaves uh, the public Rishut HaRabim, the public square, and it goes and stands uh, at the sides of the public square. So it's the whole body uh, is is uh, in this uh, private type area, and that's when it goes along and eats. And therefore you pay for what is damaged, because that is really uh, like the party uh, of the damage, the uh, the uh, the the person the the nizak okay the ikah the matnila hashmata vapenafsha and then there's those people who teach us as an independent machloket uh, independent dispute okay and not as an explanation of the mishnah uh, what does that mean mechazeret uh, when an animal turns its head uh, and it's in the public domain turns its head rav amachevet rav says uh, the owner is liable uh, to pay uh, everything l'shmul amar tura rav shmul says you are exempt l'shmul mashalemet ma'azika hakimishkachet leidem chayva now we're talking in the owner uh, the, how according to shmul uh, you would find in the mission that the owner pays for what it's <coughs> what is damaged. How are you going to find it in this situation? Again, so now we just give the same answer, but it's just uh, as a as a question rather than a comment on the Mishnah, uh, where it says it goes and, and leaves uh, the public area and goes and stands at the sides of the private area. Okay, uh, and that's it, and it's like uh, seemingly separate and distinct from the main public square uh, itself. Uh, you know, maybe similar to a, a pavement which was slightly higher than the streets, but still part of the. Uh, the public domain animals don't usually walk there uh, etc okay uh, so a matter of Rav Nachman Ba'itzak however Rav Nachman Ba'itzak uh, says you know what about the uh, you know the uh, the following case, uh, it says, If the animal eats uh, from the entrance of the store, uh, it says, uh, It pays for the benefit that the animal gets because it's like the public domain. So, how can you find it? Uh, obviously, we're talking here is that the animal is in the public domain and it goes and turns its head into the entrance of the store. And uh, and here we see that you pay for the benefit uh, that uh, that you got. Uh, so, it says, uh, it says Marshanite and uh, now what you paid for uh, Marshanite in, in uh, what what the animal benefited in uh, uh then uh, what what it damaged it doesn't so he says um, that's uh, uh, that's the that's the case uh, and uh, you know so so how could you uh, it, it, yeah how could you find it uh, so it's obvious uh, in this situation that you'd be uh, liable how could Shmuel uh, ever hold uh, that you are exempt uh, for such a situation uh, and Amma who motivla who mafarikla no he answered it he asked it and then he answered it the kind of a Karen Zavit means the stores on a corner and it's a way that the the produce is in the animal's way as it actually uh, turns the corner and therefore the animal doesn't need to turn away the head uh, from the public domain in order to eat uh, the, the the produce it's, uh, it's seemingly uh, what happens is is that uh, the way Rashi says it's like a wide alleyway uh, which gets an arrow at the one point and the and the and the, and the stores right at the corner where it gets narrowed so the animal walking in the normal way uh, will have to go past straight next to the entrance of the store it doesn't even have to turn its head at all uh, and that that is the uh, case also um, 
Tosfot also in Miri uh, come along and explain that if it's a, it's a winding alleyway, it's not a straight alleyway, and therefore when an animal that's walking straight is going to come and store straight in front of it uh, at, at, at one of the bends. Okay, so that's how. Um, he would uh, do it. All right, Ika Damri Machazeret. Another explanation of Machazeret. What does turning its head mean? Uh, it says uh, turning its head. Machazeret kula alma lo pligi. Everyone agrees. Both Rav and Shmuel agree. Uh, it says dechayevet. In that case, you have to pay the full cost of the damage. It's it's really where the animal's head is and uh, and, and where it eats. Uh, that's what's important. Keep pligi. Machzei makom reshut reshut harabim. So what happens is it's talking about yeah. Uh, where a person uh, took space um, uh, you know from from his property he doesn't a uh, person gives up a certain amount of his private property and he gives it over as it were to the public domain so the public domain can now ex- access it and the damage took place in that area over there is that uh, private still uh, or is it the public domain and this is what it's talking about uh, and this is how you should understand it that's uh, Rav says it's only talking about where the animal turns its head uh, to the sides of uh, the, the public square that is private uh, property of all um, but if you if, if someone gave space uh, from his property and added over to uh, then he'd be exempt because that really is uh, you've given it over to the public domain it becomes like the public domain Shmuel says no even if you give over uh, some of your space to Rishutarabim Chayevet, you are liable uh, in that instance uh, because uh, it is considered uh, your private domain still as well. All right, Salama Boro Brishut Kamifli, or they may be arguing, Ravan Shmulo may be arguing about the Machloket with uh, a, a, a damage of a pit uh, that you, that you uh, give up on. In other words, what is this? You dig a pit inside your own domain, right? And, and then you, you uh, give up that area. Uh, so now, Rav, Amapato, Rav says the owner of the animal is exempt uh, from eating the produce in that type of area that the owner gave to the public domain. It says, uh, so you would also hold, Kasava Bor Chayv, the holds that if you dig a pit or create some type of damage uh, in, in your own property and then your property is ownerless, uh, then you're still liable for damage caused by the pit because really uh, that pit is now in the Rishotarabi. Uh, because he says you give it over altogether and, uh, and therefore you've got responsibility uh, for it. So, so to here. Uh, the fruit is used uh, as if it's in the public domain and therefore the owner uh, would be exempt because animals eating in the public domain. And Shmuel says the owner of the animal is liable for eating the, the, this produce in, that, in the property that was uh, given over to the public domain. Uh, what does he hold? If you dig a pit in your own property and then you say your property is ownerless uh, and then someone falls in the pit, you're exempt uh, because uh, the pit is really considered yours <coughs> and and therefore, uh, the property, uh, you know, once it's yours and someone falls into a pit in your domain, uh, your own domain, then uh, they, you're not liable for that because it's, you know, what are you doing in my property? You're not kind of trespassing, and therefore you'd not be liable. And so to over here, uh, once you give something over uh, to the, uh, uh, the, the public domain, it's considered uh, as if it's still yours. And therefore, that is why you'd be liable uh, in the, in, in, in the, with, the, with the fruit.
story. Uh, is that what you have to say? We link these two disputes together. Amalach uh, Rav, Rav says no, uh, not necessarily. Al-Olam, Amalach Rav could say, I would actually say, come along and say to you, Ba'alma, a borrower should patter. If you dig a pit in your own property and then you say your property is ownerless, uh, you are exempt. Uh, because really you built, you, did, you dug it while it was still your property, so it's not uh, a bore Rishut Arabim, the, the prototypical case of a bore uh, in the public domain. Vashani Hacha, it's different over here. Why? Amar, Lav Klo Kimidem, the Makarvat, Lehu, the Paratel, Rishut Arabim, Machavit, Ani, Latore. He says different because the owner of the animal can say to the owner of the produce, you know, it's not your power uh, to bring your, your produce close to the public domain. Uh, and then also, you know, number one, and you're doing something strange by bringing it so close in. Then when it's not my fault when you when my, when uh, when my ox eats from it, if it's your fault because you brought it uh, so close to the Rishot Harabim. Shmuel says no. Alma Shmuel can change his mind from what we thought uh, he said before. And he says usually if you dig this pit or make this uh, obstacle uh, that can cause damage with your own property, and then uh, you say it is ownerless. Uh, then. You are liable for damage uh, that is caused by Rishuto Chayv. You are liable for that because now it's like a pit in the Rishuto Rabbim. Bishlama Bor, Dekalamayma, Lav, Adaita. With regard to the pit, you can say, listen, I wasn't aware, uh, I wasn't thinking, and uh, you know, the, the person that got damaged, he wasn't thinking about uh, the pit, Ella Pirot, uh, but the person that, uh, that uh, Ox did the damage, Ki Ekalamayma, Lav, Adaita. Are you saying with regard uh, to, to produce? It's spread out all over the ground. Are you saying that the animal's not aware of it? Ah, he still he sees it, uh, and it's right in front of him, and therefore uh, we're not. You know, it, it can't be. Um, we we don't. Um, uh, you know, we, we, it's, it's a different case altogether. Okay, so basically, Rav and Shmuel uh, don't, don't, don't have to take sides uh, on that uh, dis- dispute, uh, which we're going to see later uh, about the pit uh, in, a, in a little while. Uh, I'm sure, you know, not not, uh, not anytime soon. I don't think we're going to see the dispute about the pit uh, and uh, making a pit ownerless and putting in someone else and putting it in, giving over land as well. All right, so therefore, <coughs> um, seemingly, uh, what do we say, Rabbi? Uh, when going back to what we said before, surely it seems to be saying that Rabbi Yossi is exactly when the animal eats from the sides of the public square, and it's uh, surely uh, Rabbi Yossi uh, is <coughs> the same uh, as the Tanakama. Uh, so the Gemara says, um, you know, so surely that's that, like Rabbi Meir, and uh, they seem to be, you know, why, why say them differently? Ella, uh, so what do we say? There must be a difference. <coughs> really, turning its animal's head is, is the difference between the two of them. Tanakama Sava, the Tanakama holds, and Machazeret Nami, Mashalai Ma Shenanite. He says, when the animal, even though the animal turns its head, the owner of the animal uh, pays for the benefits over there. Raviosi Sava, Mashalemet Ma Shizika. And Raviosi say, no, you pay uh, for the full damage in that situation. Uh, is that what we have to say? And the, the Gemara says, law, uh, not necessarily. The Kulama could be that uh, everyone holds Machazeret. Uh, when the animal turns its head, Ikarav Ikashmul, you can hold either like Rav or like Shmuel, okay, either, either, you know, you have to pay or you don't have to pay. And they're actually arguing about uh, the verse itself. It says that you set free the animal, shalach, uh, you set that animal free, you send it away, and it says, and it goes along and consumes uh, something in someone else's field. That is what they're arguing about.
uh, the first opinion, uh, Rabbi Meir says, uh, you'd eat when it's in, in the field of another. Uh, and what does the field of another mean? It means someone's field. And obviously not in the Shutarabim. Okay. And it, no, uh, the other opinion, Rabbi Yossi says, even if it eats in the public domain, uh, the owner would be liable. Uh, so what does he do? Uh, surely that means someone else's sadeh. No, it means if you eat in anyone uh, except uh, of the, the one, uh, the, the, the owner's own field, uh, that, that is that. Uh, if only if it, was some, if it eats something, property on, the, on, on, on someone else's, uh, um, in someone else's domain, uh, then the owner, uh, it... it, uh, it um uh, yeah, so so it says only if the animal uh, if the animal ate produce of someone else that was on the property of the animal's owner, uh, then uh, the owner is exempt. But otherwise, any other time he has to end up paying. So if you if someone leaves their fruit uh, on this guy's on, on the owner's property and, and the animal eats it, well then he is exempt because uh, that's not called uh, someone else's field. Uh, the Gemara said, "Rishut Hamazik." Uh, what do you mean in the in the domain of someone that, that, yeah, of the damager? Uh, you know, and, and that's it. Obviously, surely that you. Um, uh, you'd, uh, you, you would say that uh, you know that that seems obvious, Alema, uh, because you know you're trespassing, and therefore you know so that Alema, so we can say, listen, Parik Rishut, my buy, what's your pro- what's your produce doing in my property? Uh, obviously, in that situation, you know, he, he says you you're essentially trespassing with your produce over here, uh, therefore. Uh, it's it's no good. Uh, the 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 ilfa rabbi shai No, really, it must be the difference is the is the machloket between ilfa and rabbi shai. Okay, uh, which is what we had. I think it was yesterday or the day before, where the animal uh, kind of um, ate produce uh, from the the satchel uh, of the other animal. And uh, Rabbi Meir says, uh, it, you know, if if it's in rishut even if the animal eats, uh, it's still called rishut rabim. Uh, rabbi Yossi says, listen, uh, it's a equivalent to eating uh, because it's on the saddlebag of the other animal and this, this uh, the, the eating animal goes along and eats it off the saddlebag it's essentially uh, like a courtyard someone else's courtyard going to someone else's courtyard uh, and uh, and the, uh, the owner of that that uh, donkey or whatever it is courtyard uh, and therefore you've done damage in someone else's courtyard okay now Moving on, uh, we say as follows: um, uh, What happens if a dog or goat that jumps uh, from the rooftop and then breaks uh, vessels uh, while while he does? So much uh, We say the owner has to pay the full cost of the damage uh, because uh, it's it's uh, you know uh, normal, uh, seemingly normal uh, for it to do. Now we we'll see a, a goat that jumps down. That that's pretty normal. You know what? What about a dog? We'll discuss that uh, as well. Uh, now, Hakelev Shnatal Kharar Bahalach Legadish. What happens if this dog? Uh, we had this case, I think, yesterday as well, uh, where the dog steals a uh, um, uh, uh, this uh, dough or this cookie or whatever this this cake uh, that is in the oven, and underneath it, he doesn't realise uh, that there is a, uh, a burning hot ember, a burning hot coal uh, underneath it, a coal, and he goes and he and he runs it and he takes it to a haystack. Uh, or grain stack. Uh, it says Natal uh, Gadish, and he runs along to this haystack, uh, grain stack, and he puts it down there, and then he eats uh, the bread uh, that he's that he's stolen. Uh, 
but the, the, the coal underneath it drops off and, uh, and then burns uh, the, 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 this grain stack. Uh, it's a normal primitive stone in the bread, therefore he has to pay for damages. But uh, because uh, the, what, what, uh, the coal, for him dogs to carry coals uh, is abnormal behavior, uh, he has to pay half the cost of the grain. Uh, the, the Gomorrah starts off as a time at the cup too. Uh, it says the reason that the owners have to pay full cost is because animals jumped off the roof. It says, uh, and it says, high naflu, if they fell off Pato, then they would be exempt uh, from all uh, liability, you know, because surely he should have kept them on the ground. No, still in that situation, uh, they, uh, they, you have to, uh, you've got an obligation to keep them from uh, climbing on the roof and jumping down from there. So uh, we get to the following uh, important principle. Alma kasava tikila tobushia sofa ba'ones Pato. But here, as the Tana must hold, that in the beginning, uh, we start off with negligence, i.e. you were careless, uh, and, and then, you know, uh, even intention uh, to do damage, and then uh, ends up in accident, okay? So, um, uh, you know, you, you should be doing that. It's, uh, you know, or maybe even brought up the goat or the dog up to the rooftop, which is kind of... Uh, uh, dangerous and negligent, uh, but in the end, uh, it wasn't your negligence that actually caused it, uh, and then the animal jumps off, uh, does that, so, you know, but if it falls off, uh, there's an accident, so it falls off, which is not what you want, then the person uh, that, that started this damage is exempt uh, for that, even though he was careless or negligent even, uh, and allowing the animals or even taking them up to the rooftop himself, but then they didn't jump off, they fell off, uh, then that's an accidental uh, thing. So, Tanya Nami Hachi, uh, and we will also learned this actually in what happens if a dog or goat jumps from a rooftop and breaks vessels uh, while he's doing so? Uh, then you have to pay uh, full damages. And if they fall off, an explicit brata that says, uh, as opposed to an inference, which we had before, if they fall off, then they are exempt. This works out well, according to the opinion that says uh, a person that um, uh, says at the beginning uh, when you uh, do something even negligently uh, and or at least carelessly uh, there you start off start off in, in that type of way and then you finish off uh, with honest where, where something happens against your will putter you're exempt but according to the one that says no uh, you are liable in that situation uh, what could you say to that uh, and the Gemara answers uh, it must be where the vessels were right by uh, the wall by their owners uh, so therefore uh, so when the animals jump off the rooftop uh, in a normal jump they don't fall on top of them uh, and um, the vessel broke uh, you know uh, because the animal fell and didn't jump so if it would have uh, you know when they jump off normally they don't jump on top of these kalim uh, they just uh, you know it would, they would have jumped off over uh, over these kalim but because they were so close to the wall um, they don't fall on top of them the, the, the vessels break because uh, the animals fell on them and didn't uh, not because of the, the jump 
Okay, Bukvitsa Lom Nafla, Lam Rafilu, Skelato, Shia, Laika, and in normal circumstances where there wouldn't be any damage, this wouldn't even be uh, negligence. So the damage was caused by falling, the whole thing uh, is essentially an accident. Um, and uh, it says, Amar Razvid, Nishmai, the Rabba, Razvid, in the name of Rabba. No, it says sometimes, Pamim, Shafilu Naflu, Namechad. Even if the animal fell off the wall, you uh, would be liable as well. How do you do that? Uh, it says uh, talking here about a rickety wall an unstable wall the owner shouldn't have let that wall be, a, be there in the first place and now you've let the animals go up to the roof uh, and, and, uh, you know, and, and now the, the, the wall's going to collapse so the Gemara says Ma ninu. You know, what is the reason uh, for that you might think uh, you're going to be surely you should have thought about the fact that bricks could fall off the wall and break the vessels uh, it says but now sof, sof, lo nafal, uh, uh, inu. so it's not that the the, the bricks fell off um, uh, that and and they were, they were pushed aside and then broke the vessels. That would clearly be uh, problematic. Uh, it says, however, uh, you know, it, it, uh, it, it's the animal falling off the wall uh, that uh, caused the damage. And uh, so, you know, it, so it, it was. You might have expected one thing, but actually ended up damaging via another way. And therefore, so the Gemara asks, well, then surely that's tzkia, but b'shia, sofa b'onesu. Surely there's exact case. You start off doing something negligent, allowing this animal on this rickety wall uh, and it finished off in Ones uh, and, and that's it so the Gemara says Lord Shricha Tsar no not only is it rickety but also narrow as well so it's quite clear from, from everyone looking at it that allowing these animals to go up uh, you know uh, that the wall is definitely going to fall over okay and that's why uh, the owner actually is liable uh, for the damage they cause uh, by falling because uh, that's it you could be obligated says Rav Zid in the name of Rav you could be obligated even when the wall uh, when animal falls off the wall in that situation. All right, uh, the, uh, well, let's actually carry on a little bit more. Tanra Banan, Akele Vagadi, Che Dilgu, Mimatanamala. What happens if the dog or goat is instead of jumping? Uh, roof down is jumping from above okay and jumps from above and therefore uh, causes damage Paturin, uh, they are exempt that's uh, not normal behavior and uh, that's it so um, but surely it, you'd have to pay half the cost of the damage not that you exempt altogether uh, it's kind of not normal behavior uh, and that's it so um, and that's that some people say uh, Tosfot for example says no uh, because this is so uh, there's no intention uh, to cause damage at all, uh, it's not like uh, Karen uh, and it's not uh, like Regal either uh, because that's not normal behaviour and, and therefore you wouldn't have to ever uh, worry your, your, uh, uh, that your, your animal, your dog or your goat is going to uh, behave like that, especially with a dog like jumping up uh, I suppose goats as well also do jumps up jump up so do dogs I suppose so anyway okay um, uh, so they jump up a turin uh, they are exempt however um, if they jump off uh, the roof as we had in our Mishnah uh, then you have to pay the full cost of the damage that is normal behavior Adam Vatanago should do 
uh, if a person or chicken jumped and broke something, bain lemala, lemata, bain lemala, lemala, lemata, chayavin. If a person or chicken jumped and broke something, it doesn't make a difference if they're uh, jumping from top down or else bottom up, uh, below to above, they are liable over uh, there as uh, as as well uh, because Adam Muadlo Lam and chickens hop around as we've seen. Uh Vatanya but we have another brata uh Kelev Vagadi Shigidu Bainamalamata Bainamalamata Pturin. Uh we had a dog or goat jumping. Doesn't make a difference if they jump from above to below or below to above. The owners are exempt. How do you explain that? Um uh Tarugama Rapapa Rapapa uh, explained it as follows uh Maypoch, no, the dog uh, did a, uh, you know, surely uh, the way they did it was not normal uh, for their species. The dog uh, kind of um, uh, jumped up uh, like, a, like a goat, which, uh, whereas the goat, Kalba, uh, okay, uh, so what happens is it's, it's seemingly um, that uh, the, the dog did something which looked like it was thrown, and 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 uh, and, uh, and the sheep instead of jumping, kind of like crawled along, uh, like like a dog. Okay, uh, so that is uh, they're both doing the opposite of what they do. So this is um, uh, it says Iaki Amai Paturin. Why is the owner uh, uh, exempt altogether? Uh, surely they're still called damaged. No, and the Gemara answers uh, kind of what we explained earlier that Machlokhet Rashi as well. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's explicit the previous case. But yeah, Pachim Nezik Shanim Bechayv Bechati Nezik. No, maybe they're not liable for full cost of the damages, not normal behaviour, uh, but they would have to be paid. Uh, half damages uh, in this situation because uh, that is essentially a subcategory of caring. Right, we'll leave it uh, there and uh, pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.